Welcome to season two of This Engineering Life, the undergraduate series. I'm Rebecca Simmons, an associate professor of the practice of mechanical engineering and materials science at Duke University. Joining me is Grant, Sydney, and Mosin. All three are undergraduate engineering students also at Duke University. We took a break during the summer terms and are excited to be back. We're talking to undergraduates about their experiences and to get their insights. These have been unprecedented times with many lows and some highs. We will look back on some of these and spend even more time looking forward. In this episode, we talk to students about their summer experiences. Thank you for joining us. Before we get into student interviews, my co-hosts from last season, Ellie and Becca, have graduated. Grant, Sydney, and Mosin are joining as hosts for this season. Grant, Sydney, and Mosin, can you introduce yourselves? I'm Mosin Hader. I'm a junior mechanical engineering student from Apex, North Carolina. A fun fact about me is that I built an electric skateboard attachment that can be controlled with your phone. Hi, my name is Sydney Hunt and I'm from Cornwall, New York. I am a sophomore at Duke University planning to major in electrical and computer engineering and computer science with a minor in gender, sexuality, and feminist studies. A fun fact about me is during quarantine, I spent 16 weeks to train and complete a marathon. I'm Grant Lopresti, a junior studying electrical and computer engineering as well as computer science. I'm from Tampa, Florida, and a fun fact about me is that I'm on the men's club rowing team. Okay, Sydney, do you want to kick us off? Hi, everyone. We have Kush and Ben here. If you guys want to introduce yourself, saying your name, major, and your year, and maybe a fun fact about yourself, that'd be great. Sure. Uh, my name is Kush, and I'm a sophomore studying biomedical engineering. And a fun fact about me is I enjoy making music with my friends. Hi, I'm Ben. Uh, I'm studying EC with a certificate in energy and the environment. And I'm also uh, president of the club ultimate team on campus. And I'm a senior. Excellent. Great. Thank you. So to kick us off, would you maybe give one or two sentences, a background about what you did this summer? So the uh, project I worked on was Data Plus uh, as part of the Roads Information Initiative at Duke University. And it was a 10-week program throughout the summer where we worked on a data science-related project. I worked on a project called Human Activity Recognition Using Physiological Data from Wearables. So uh, Human Activity Recognition is a process that uses wearable sensor data, like the ones from Fitbits and Apple Watches, to classify which activity a person is doing at a given time. And we wanted to examine if using more sources of data, such as heart rate, improves the accuracy of our models and whether they're more generalizable or not. Great. And Ben, you were part of the same program, right? But you did something a little different? Yes. I was also doing Data Plus this summer. Uh, I worked in a group of three with a uh, company called the Internet of Water and the uh, Triangle Water Commission to build a tool that would help uh, local North Carolina citizens uh, better understand where their water comes from. So this looked like a website that contained a couple different tools on it, uh, one of which you could type in your address and it would take you to, uh, it would show you exactly what utility serves you and where you are on an interactive map. And the other was just a map you could um, mess around with and explore that would show different bodies of water, uh, different stats about those bodies of water, and how those influence uh, potentially where your water comes from. That's great. Now, uh, was this what you originally planned for the summer? No, this was not. I, as a rising senior, I definitely had some uh, big ambitions about uh, internships and, and things to do this summer. 
but with the uh, COVID-19 and how things kind of ended up shaking out, I was glad to have something, but this definitely was not my first choice. I think um, this was one of the, the choices that I applied to this summer, but with the uh, COVID situation, I think a lot of internships got canceled, like mine also got canceled. And uh, I thought this was a good opportunity to hone some of my skills in data science and work on a meaningful project. So what would be a technical skill that you think uh, you developed through the program? Um, I definitely learned a lot about um, using deep learning and traditional machine learning uh, models. Like some of the coding skills that I learned were uh, using Python and um, PyTorch to create these deep learning models. So uh, I didn't have a lot of coding experience, um, which is kind of strange as an EC major. Uh, but coming into this, I didn't really have an expectation for myself for being able to code or understanding that. And uh, I think this project gave me a lot of opportunity to build my base coding skills and things like Python, CSS, HTML, uh, JavaScript. Definitely seeing a website come together with my teammates where we could build something tangible and we watched it grow as we got better with our coding abilities and, and worked as a team over the course of the 10 weeks. Um, it was kind of beautiful to see this piece of almost uh, art come together that we, we made out of a very little coding experience to begin with. That's awesome. So any funny highlight moment or anything that, that went maybe terribly wrong that you learned from? I guess there wasn't one in particular that was, that was like a funny moment, but I definitely enjoyed being on call with my teammates uh, when, when stuff went wrong. When, when the code was breaking or uh, something was wrong with our source control and GitHub, it was always a little stressful at the beginning to get everybody on a Zoom call and figure stuff out. But uh, I think we really came together, especially in the remote setting, um, to get some significant work done. And, and so that actually probably prepares you for the school year now, right? So you have this experience with working on a team remotely. Do you think that that was another great thing that came out of the summer experience? Yeah, I think uh, especially in being in Pratt, working on a team is uh, something that's, that's super important to learn uh, as an engineer. And I think that uh, this experience gave me the ability to, to work with a team, especially when it's, it's really easy to work on a team when everything is going well. But uh, when, when we have problems or when there's something wrong, then that's also the most important skill to learn. I agree. I agree. We all know that it can't work perfectly all the time, right? We've been on those projects in, exactly. in our, in our uh, experience. Sydney, what else? What else are we interested in learning about? Um, I would like to know if there is anything that you think might have worked better remotely. I know that it probably wasn't the most ideal situation to be working in like different time zones um, or learning something new like a coding language remotely, but do you think anything actually turned out to be better uh, not being in person? I think that when it came to uh, kind of this uh, virtual workspace, I think having it all integrated kind of in this one place made it feel like uh, you had your work environment all contained. It was very self-contained. And so having Slack open and your code open and all these things kind of interacting all on your screen, I think allowed you to then, when it was time to, you could take a step back and exist in the world outside of your work. And uh, it allowed for a bit of compartmentalization. That was, I think, good in some ways for my mental health, especially with everything going on. It was nice to be able to close my screen, step away, have do things that weren't work and then come back to my screen. And that was the workplace. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Uh, one word to describe the summer experience then? I was gonna say unexpected, I feel like is a good word. <laughs> Everything <laughs> about this summer, I think is, is uh, summed up by unexpected. 
So if you were going to, you know, tell this story about this summer, 10, 20 years from now, how would you say that in a sentence or two? I think it was definitely a mix of unexpected and exciting because um, with this type of opportunity, you really don't know what every day looks like. There's no plan. There's no, there's no real schedule you're lining up to, right? So I think my team was working on something different every day. And we didn't really know what we would be working, exactly what we would be working on the next day. I think our schedules were sometimes a little bit like misaligned. We'd be working, some people would be working very late at night, some early in the morning. Then what about you? I think, uh, you know, making the most out of a situation. I think everyone was able to have such a good mindset about what we were working with and, and the things we had available to us and the circumstances and understanding what, you know, what we were, where we were. And uh, I think that sense of optimism and, and positive outlook really drove us to, to make a good product and, and feel very motivated throughout the summer. Great. Um, now, what about, last thing, what about uh, coming semester? Personal things you're going to try or advice to others? What I'm looking at next semester is maybe working with other data sets, but using the same strategies that I applied this summer uh, to do more research and uh, learn more about uh, the fields that I'm interested in. Great, great. So the, the summer work really fueled and will continue in actually multi aspects of the semester. Mm-hmm. Ben, what about, what about you? Uh, I hope everyone wears a mask. And then uh, I think I'm really excited to, to take some of these skills of working in a virtual space and collaborate, collaborating virtually to, to help my online classes taking, I think almost all of my classes will be online this semester. So kind of having to adapt and, and understand what that's going to look like. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Sydney, anything else? Final, final thoughts? No, that was great. I really appreciate your time and such wise information. And I'm glad the project seemed to turn out for the better, despite the unfortunate circumstances. I, I completely agree. And in my advice always for students, and Sydney and Mosin have heard this, look for opportunities where you can um, be within a team, where you can do some design and learn, and also contribute. Like it's like three bubbles and a lot, of, a lot of times they intersect. And it sounds like for both of you, you had summer experiences where you were solidly in each of those bubbles. So I'm super happy and um, really proud of the, the work you, get, you both did. Hey guys, uh, I'm gonna ask you just to introduce yourselves. Um, could, you, could you just say your name? what year you're in, and maybe a little fun fact. My name is Juan Lasa Velasco. I'm an undergraduate mechanical engineer at Duke. Um, I'm at my senior year right now. I guess, uh, I guess my, I'm living in one of my fun facts. I'm actually from Columbus, Nebraska, in the middle of nowhere. Juan, well, I know some fun facts about you because well, we've known each other since freshman year, right? Some are more fun than others, yeah. You, you, love, <laughs> you love building and designing. Right, you're working on a prosthetic arm. You really enjoy the collab. Yeah, and I have my own right here. Three 3D printers right now that I've gotten. Two sort of medium-sized ones, smaller one, and I have a third, a fourth on the way. So that's going to be pretty exciting. That's very so exciting. So I'm trying to make up for the fact that I can't access the collab right now. <laughs> that's awesome. Mike, how yeah. about you? 
Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Mark Chmielewski. I'm a uh, rising junior ECCS major. Um, I am originally from central Pennsylvania, but I'm in the process of uh, relocating to southern Delaware. Uh, scenic Lewis, shout out for any of y'all who are familiar with the area. Um, and fun fact about me, I also live in the CoLab, and uh, <laughs> I spend a lot of my free time developing emulators for systems no one cares about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that I will attest to the fact that I go over to the collab and I would say nine out of 10 times I see at least two, if not all three of you uh, over there. And you're always smiling and you're always, it's infectious. I come over there and I'm excited to be there. And then I see you guys and I'm smiling even more because you have so much fun in the collab. Yeah, I, I can genuinely say that collab is one of the defining aspects of my Duke undergrad career so far. I mean, it's just such a great environment and we have so much open access to so much equipment and the people too, you know, that you don't see at other universities. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you know, I mean, I'm around the collab a lot too, and I think you two are great representatives of the collab in terms of the, the potential that you can you can extract from a space like that on campus. Um, I was just wondering, could, could you guys give three to four sentences explaining what you did this summer? So I actually, I participated in the uh, Duke CS Plus program. I specifically was working on uh, algorithms for fair and unbiased redistricting. So we uh, operated with the goal of redrawing congressional districting lines to minimize the number of uh, justified complaints in an area. So um, additionally, I also worked on my startup in Bark, uh, which is a running app that um, basically takes your performance on running routes and uses that to generate better routes so you can uh, improve your race day conditioning. Oh, that's awesome. So what is it called? It's called? Embark, E-M-V-A-R-C. That's fantastic. So are you a runner? Uh, yeah, so I got really big into Spartan races my freshman year, and uh, ever since I've been doing a lot of running, um, unfortunately to the point of injury a couple of times, but uh, so yeah, I, I've actually been using the app a lot recently to train, and I uh, finally broke a six-minute mile yesterday, so that was pretty cool. So, so the idea came from personal experience then, is that right? Exactly. Great, great. So now, Juan, were you working on the startup too? Or, or I know that the two of you have collaborated on projects. Collaborated before. on different projects, but uh, definitely Embark was um, more of uh, Mark's expertise as well as uh, the team that he works with. Now, the uh, the project that we worked on together, um, along with uh, another one of our colleagues, Frank, um, who's also at the CoLab all the time, was the ventilator project. We were trying to... Um, uh, a challenge to bring out a very, very um, affordable design ventilator in case we ran out in all of the ICUs across the country. And that was a project that I worked with Mark, Frank, and then also um, Ross, another resident of the CoLab who I think graduated a few years ago. This is under the COVID umbrella, correct? This was yeah, this was, this was when it was just shut down for the spring. And a lot of cases were starting to rise, particularly in the hotspots in the U.S., and they were starting to see some need for ventilators and fear started to creep up that we might run out. So uh, it was put out as a challenge to basically engineer who would any engineer who had access to the website could take it to make some. It was actually uh, promoted to us by um, uh, the head of the collab, I think, uh, Chip. Yeah, he put it out and we, we thought it'd be a fun challenge to take on. And we had a lot of fun making it. Uh, I think Mark can testify to the product that we made. It was a quick turnover project. And you, and you, your team did really well. 
Yeah, we, we were in the top 25 um, yeah, with top 25. several hundred submissions. So I think that's, that's yes. pretty solid. I think really the coolest part of that project was, you know, from when it was announced by Chip um, to when we had the deliverable, I think it was, it was under a week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we honestly, and, and it was before we, you know, it was before everybody had shifted paradigms to online learning and, you know, really knowing how to use Zoom. Now, Juan, what did you do? So this project was only a week. So two yeah. or three sentences, what did you do beyond that? <sighs> One was I wanted to really get up my, my CS skills I, because I feel like that's going to help with a lot of my interests in robotics, um, neural networks, a lot of what I've tried to incorporate into my other pro my project that you know of, my prosthetic.com that I've been trying to develop, as well as uh, reading. And then my big, you know, finish over the summer was actually managed to get a, an internship at Restore 3D, which was, you know, they make... 3D printed implants out of metal, titanium and cobalt chrome, and then also have their polymer instruments with it. And that was remote or did you? No, so that was in person. I actually moved back to Durham for, I believe, three months mm -hmm. so that I could work with them. And I'd say it was definitely worth it. Even though it was just those three months, it definitely was worth um, seeing the experience of developing a medical device and a lot of the design that goes behind it. And of course, the process of using SLA. Uh, they use tons of SLA printers over there. And of course, I uh, had only dabbled into uh, SLA printing. Definitely an experience that I'm going to remember and I'm going to take with me because especially with prosthet uh, the prosthetic I'm developing, now I have a better idea of what, um, what it takes to get to market, basically. Excellent. Listen, what do you think? What's another question to ask? Yeah, I mean, I was just wondering if you guys came across any specific challenges while you were working on these things, because I know we're in a time where everything's changing so quickly and adapting to those changes is not always easy. Um, so I know I saw that you got a ton of 3D printers, but were there any other struggles or, or challenges that you faced and that you were able to overcome? Mark, Frank, and I have basically been wanting to work. We had a whole year planned out of uh, just working on projects that we uh, were, were going to be really interested in. Now, um, there's a lot of limitations to what we can and can't do, and trying to get around that has been really, uh, I'd say, one of the difficult parts uh, through, throughout, the, throughout the year, because that's probably the one thing we enjoyed most about the collab is that you can just take on a project whenever you want, and you have the resources right there. So I think definitely this has required really getting comfortable with collaboration tools. I think almost as a follow-up to like starting to learn to know what you don't know. You know, if you can sort of recognize where your strengths are and, and where other people's strengths are, you can make much more collaborative progress in a, a, a much shorter period of time. I love that because I think that during this time, but during any time, right, it's pushing ourselves to take risks, to understand what we don't know. You know, the unknown unknowns, right? And then there's known yeah. unknowns. And I think we're in a time period where there's a lot of unknown unknowns. And um it's uh there's some opportunities to really make a difference and uh that's great so is your what is your favorite collaborating tool then that you have found so far from over the summer i use trello a decent amount that that i actually stole from egr 101 um we've been using that to coordinate a lot of stuff from bark uh pretty successfully I, it makes it a lot more communal yeah everybody kind of knows what everyone else is working on um and, and that's really cool there's another one that I've found that uh, I've actually grown quite uh, fond of. It's it's called Myro. I don't know if either of you heard uh, heard of it, but it's a collaborative dashboard that you can basically 
work on the same, work in the same document. You can draw, you can add pictures, you can add videos, you can add text all, you know, in real time. And that, that I think is definitely, um, uh, something you can get a lot of use out, especially in a time like this. You, um, this is great. And we can throw these resources up on our website. So if yeah. you think thinking about 20 years from now, you're telling someone else about your summer experience during COVID. What's a word or two that you're going to, how will you look back at it? I think one of the key aspects and how I've tried to use this uh, lockdown is to really take focus on taking that time to really improve upon yourself and not letting it go to waste. I mean, of course, it's a, a absolutely cra- uh, catastrophic event that's happened to all of us, but definitely making the most out of it. So, so that's really what the mindset I've tried to have. Lockdown Dungeons and Dragons is a great way to spend time. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's been the highlight of my Friday nights. I, I run a, I run a D&D group. Uh, Juan is part of it. I, I am running a, a second campaign. So if people are interested, uh, you can email me, msc68 at duke.edu. Um, I will gladly take new applications. I think that's great. You, you both have given us awesome, fantastic insight and advice. And, and thank you for, for that. Mosin, we had great guests here. They gave great empowering stories as well. Yes, very empowering um, and very insightful. Thank you both for joining us. Can you two intro yourself can you give us your names your majors and uh, maybe where you're from or something that's interesting about you i'm matt turkey i am a mechanical engineering senior um i'm from minneapolis minnesota and uh, i have a twin brother um i'm rebecca leggett i'm also a mechanical engineering senior and i'm from Maryland, but I say I'm from DC. Uh, can you give us three, two or three sentences describing your summer experience, where you were, what you were doing? And um, I guess the follow-up question will be, did anything change because of COVID? Yeah, um, so I've been in South Texas working for SpaceX as a vehicle engineering intern. Uh, I'm working on the heat shield here, uh, integrating the heat shield. Uh, I, I've been lucky that my internship was still in person, but COVID has definitely made it like uh, it's different than normal. I've been at Hawthorne, California, um, at SpaceX's headquarters, doing supply chain engineering. Um, I do some projects for Falcon, stabilizing that supply base, and also doing some um, starship work as well, which is why I'm in South Texas with Matthew. I'm, again, grateful that I've had this in-person internship despite COVID. Yeah, I think we're both really lucky that this company has put a lot of infrastructure to support us having internships right now. And, and I mean, it was great that you had an internship this past summer, but it's, this is also a dream, right? I mean, working at SpaceX, Matthew, you've talked about, we've talked about since freshman year. Was it, was it everything as imagined uh, was, or what's a highlight of the summer? Yeah, I've, I've been watching SpaceX launches since like early high school. So this is kind of where I wanted to end up. Um, so that's, um, it's pretty cool for me. Um, and it has been like everything I expected. 
this site is like like the fastest paced rocket factory in the world right now you kind of get numb to it and when i was walking uh around the site yesterday like you look at everything that's going on and it you just like remind yourself of what you're working on is pretty cool so the, the the plant and the people around you have really energized you yeah the atmosphere here is like crazy the the people here work super hard um the drive of like individuals and then therefore the team is like incredible awesome becca what about you right. what, what what would be a highlight from the summer i think you've had multiple right yeah this summer has been full of highlights i would say um demo two launch day was just incredible like the energy um at hawthorne was unreal and being around the people who created like all the designs and built this and worked so hard to get that rocket up safely and splashed down safely that was just an incredible experience i so so were you nervous going into your internship would you say your confidence though now is higher having gone through this experience yeah i my new motto is there's no problem we can't solve <laughs> i love it Matthew, what about you? Did you have any nerves? Go. I, I kind of, yeah. Like Becca said, if you just throw hard work at it, that was kind of my my like view going into it. Like I'll just work hard, and uh, results will show themselves. I, like I had heard stories about the long hours and the work culture of SpaceX, and like there is potential to get like sucked into that a little bit. But when everyone just loves what they're doing it doesn't really feel like work. So what was the like best lesson learned, right? So something that you would apply to your next, well, I guess for you guys being seniors, your, your, your next jobs and, and, or what was the best question you asked this summer? I think for me, like I've like my mindset in terms of solving engineering problems has like, I think it's drastically changed. Um, critical thinking process, like reasoning through problems and breaking problems down to like the smallest level. Like what is the problem we need to solve? And then how do we solve that? Um, I think I've gained a lot in that this summer. Uh, uh, I, I agree with that as far as problem solving, like understanding the importance of getting to the root cause of, a, of an issue um, and not just like the surface level, like, oh, there's a dent in this, like, how can we really um, get to the bottom of something and solve it right? That's been a huge lesson learned. I also think um, the value of cross-functional teams at like in, in supply chain engineering, we work with um, like manufacturers, we work with like the design engineers, we work with the commercial team and understanding like in order to have an optimal uh, rocket production line, you have to really take into consideration everything. That's great. Um, now, what about a funny, any funny experiences? To like the outside world, like whenever I'm dealing with not someone, someone who's not like a SpaceX employee, I pretend I'm not an intern and I um, <laughs> like my email chain, my email signature doesn't say intern or anything. And twice I've had people like suppliers Google me, I guess. And like, email me about it and so I've been found out that I'm an intern multiple <laughs> times yeah an intern is very respectable I mean yeah one guy found my e-portfolio read through it and sent me his 
my the favorite project that I worked on, in his opinion. What was the IE coming in handy? Yeah, my innovation entrepreneurship certificate really boosted me. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Anything else? Anything to share with students? Recommendations? Final thoughts? Um, uh, I think networking is huge. Like, um, it is hard to get into places if you don't like know anyone there. Like that does happen, but um, I spent a long time like trying to um, network with people that had worked at SpaceX and Blue Origin and and uh, NASA or Lockheed, wherever I wanted to go. I I would like try and build a network of people I knew there. And um, that is certainly a better starting point to try and get an internship somewhere than just submitting your application uh, online. I, guess. I agree with that for sure. <clears throat> I would also say like work on projects that you're genuinely passionate about and not just things that you think would look good on a resume because that passion and like high level of engagement really comes through, not just like in an interview, but also when you're like, utilizing your experiences when you really cared about them you learn from them more and you remember them more and it makes them so much more valuable so yeah don't just do things because you think it would get you somewhere like do things that you really want to do and that you're very interested in and it will get you a lot further right okay well wonderful that was great advice i am super excited that we talked Before this episode concludes, we wanted to acknowledge that this summer was a challenging time for many, and that the experiences of our interviewees may not be representative of the Duke population as a whole. We empathize with those who have experienced recent struggles and hope for the best as the Duke community continues to move forward together. This Engineering Life is brought to you by the Pratt School of Engineering at Duke University. A special thanks to all of our interviewees for sharing their summer experiences. Our senior producer is Dr. Rebecca Simmons. Our theme music is from Silverman Sound, Audionautics, and Kevin McLeod. Be sure to check back in two weeks when we chat with the Duke community about the Black Lives Matter movement. You can find this episode and more resources online at thisengineeringlife.com. I'm Mosin. I'm Sydney. And I'm Grant. And this has been This Engineering Life. See you again soon.